Welcome to Seeking Scripture Deep Diving Bible Study. I'm Christy Jordan, and I want to help you develop a firsthand relationship with the whole Word of God. For links and graphics mentioned in my podcast, please visit the corresponding post on SeekingScripture.com. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. Good morning, siblings. Today's readings are Leviticus 14 through 15. Rabbit Trails When I was learning how to drive, my parents had me drive them to a store in Huntsville one day. I live in Huntsville, Alabama, in case you didn't know that. I sat behind the wheel, both hands in correct positions, as alert as possible, and hoping I did everything right. At one point, my dad directed me to turn left at the light. I navigated to the turn lane, pulled in behind several cars, waited for the light to turn, and then went with the flow of traffic. After I made it through the intersection, he said, You just drove through the busiest intersection in Huntsville. Now you can drive anywhere you want. In that same spirit, I want to say congratulations! You survived yesterday's readings. Many believers make it a point not to even read those, and you read them, faced them head-on, processed the information the Father gave us, and had some wonderful conversations on the comment thread. Today's readings are much easier to take. In fact, I doubt we'll encounter any readings as difficult for a modern believer to process as those we read yesterday until we get to the readings we were told ahead of time are easily twisted to suit our own purpose. See 2 Peter 3.16 for what I'm talking about. Yep, I'm talking about Paul. (laughs) Addendum for clarification. Peter is stating that Paul is difficult to understand and that his writing is such that it is easily twisted by those who seek to do so to suit their own purposes. Peter is not saying Paul twisted the word, but that others twisted Paul's words. A big part of today's reading relates to what I explained yesterday about living water. If you missed that, make sure you read the second half of my notes from yesterday. Today we are seeing more clarification on what is clean versus what is unclean. There are a few important things we need to notice in our reading. First, the priest never attempted to cure Zerat. Remember, this is not a regular illness, it is a spiritual affliction, a judgment from Yahweh. Leviticus 14.34 makes this clear. Yahweh says, when I place an affliction on your house in the land. It is also important to remember that the prescribed behavior, if Zerat is suspected, is to report it to a priest. This is important, and we're going to revisit this in a few months when we get to the Gospels. In many cases of being unclean, a person is simply unclean until sunset. This is usually not a a permanent condition. However, there are permanent cases of being unclean. Now, in our time, we don't see Zerat right now. One thought as to why is that since we are without a priesthood in a temple, we have no one who has the authority to declare Zerat now, nor do we have any means of performing the cleansing and atoning rituals. Also, you need to know that unclean does not necessarily mean sinful when it comes to people, although sometimes it can mean that. Sometimes, just the everyday motions of living in this world cause us to be made unclean. While both of these principles are being discussed today, it is important that we don't blend the two of them in our minds. However, biblically speaking, just about all Gentiles were unclean at this point in our reading. Why is that? 
Because the knowledge of what caused one to be unclean and the knowledge of how to remedy that condition were given to Israel, and the Gentiles were ignorant of this knowledge. Now, sin can bring about uncleanness, and we know that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of Yahweh. But at this time, only Israel had a way of remedying that. So, yeah, with some exceptions, all Gentiles were unclean. However, Messiah changed all that for us. He's the bridge that connects us to the Father, allowing us to be grafted in as part of Yahweh's chosen people and stand before the Father clean, forgiven, debt-free, the debt owed for our own sin, and holy. Do all the ways that one can become unclean seem strange and varied? Do you disagree with some of the choices of animals that landed on the unclean list? Do you have questions about why this would make a person unclean and why that wouldn't? This is an example of us needing to learn to lean on His wisdom above our own. While we can certainly ponder, discuss, and even speculate some of the downfalls of the causes of being made unclean or why the Father would declare one animal food and one not food, at the end of the day, we're also being taught to look to Him for our reason rather than ourselves. To look to Him for guidance rather than our own emotions. To look to Him for wisdom rather than our own intellect. There's a moment in the movie Aladdin where Aladdin is on a flying carpet outside in midair and Jasmine is on the balcony looking up at him in shock. He holds out his hand for her to join him, looks in her eyes and says, do you trust me? That's what the father's doing with us right now in every other moment of our lives. Do you trust me? I was talking to a friend yesterday, Sean Paris, and he said there are two questions most believers ask when we read Leviticus, and depending on which one we ask, it can show the state of our heart. The two questions are either, number one, does Yahweh permit me to do this? Or number two, is Yahweh happy when I do this? Which question we ask can tell us if we're really seeking a relationship with Yahweh or not, and that really hit home with me. I had to spend some time thinking about it. Most of my life, I asked the first question. And that's difficult to even think about now. My notes are short today because I'm not going into the topic matter of chapter 15 on an internet forum. And I'm a little run down right now. I look forward to your discussion in the comments of our group. And I want to thank you sincerely for the spiritual maturity and kindness everyone showed yesterday in discussing a sensitive topic among the body today. Yahweh's word is our authority, and we know every knee shall confess this, but what a double blessing to be able to live our lives doing so now. Test everything. Hold tight to what is good. 1 Thessalonians 5.21 We are saved by grace alone. Obedience is not the root of our salvation, but it is the fruit. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. I love y'all. Bye-bye.